Welcome back to the Sports Formation Podcast with your host, AJ Serra. It is November 24th. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Uh, going to break down the Week 11 matchups in the fourth quarter Fantasy Football League. And we'll look ahead to Week 12, starting with the three games tomorrow on Thanksgiving. So enjoy the turkey. Hope you guys enjoy the pod. Uh, once again, let me know um, what you guys want to hear. But if you guys could rate, review, subscribe to the podcast, that'd be great. Tell a friend to tell a friend. Really trying to get this thing up and running. So um, let me know what you guys want to hear um, and stay tuned. We'll get into the recaps. First matchup we're going to break down was Coach versus Wild Boy Nation. Coach came out with the W121 to 81 in this one. Um, Coach also extended his win streak to five games with his dominant win over Wild Boy Nation. Um, very little drama in this matchup. Coach kind of jumped out to a huge lead on Thursday night with a 29-point lead thanks to the New England Patriots defense um, racking up an incredible game. Didn't allow any points, surrendered 165 yards, and had four picks, I think, to go along with four sacks. Um, obviously, tough hole to climb out of if you're Yates to see that on a Thursday night. Um, obviously throwing a couple zeros in the lineup doesn't help either. Dan Arnold posted a zero, same with his kicker, uh, made a PAT and missed a PAT. So came out with zero points there. Um, only bright spots for Yates' squad was Miles Gaskin, who had 89 rushing yards and a receiving touchdown on three catches. Good for 17 fantasy points. Um, Mark Ingram was the sole back in New Orleans. Rushed for 88 yards and also had six catches for 25 yards. Didn't get in the end zone, though, so only good for 12.3 points. And then Adam Thielen, uh, 82 receiving yards on eight catches and a touchdown, 18.2 points. Um, Other than that, didn't have anybody score in double figures. Um, Only other thing he could have done, potentially, would be start Jarvis Landry, who had 12.2 points on the bench. Um, But even then, I don't think that would have been enough. Uh, coach also had some good good help from a few guys. Um, still kind of a light week, but obviously New England carrying the, the brunt of it with 29 fantasy points from a defense. Um, Tyreek Hill had 15.5 points. Jalen Waddell chipped in with 16.5. Um, James Robinson had a late touchdown to give him close to 11 fantasy points, and A.J. Dillon had close to 13, 12.7. Everybody else was in the single digits, um, did have both Kirk Cousins going for 25 points on the bench compared to Burroughs 9 in the starting lineup, so that could have been much different. Um, And then Darnell Mooney went off for five catches, 121 yards, and a touchdown. I think he had a 66-yard touchdown in this one for 20.6 points on the bench. So, um, Looking at potentially starting him next week, but um, cruising to five straight wins, big win for Coach there. Currently sits in third overall at seven and four. Three teams tied for first at seven and four. Uh, no teams have clinched the playoffs yet. Still, um, only three games of separation from first to last in our league. So, um, very close. Very close matchup so far. Um, obviously, Week 12 is going to be very telling for um, where this season goes. 
as we look ahead. Uh, Coach will get Fire Nation, first place team versus the third place team, battling it out this Thanksgiving week. That should be a matchup to watch. Uh, and then Wild Boy Nation gets Steve the Pirate, um, a five and six Steve the Pirates team versus a four and seven Wild Boy Nations team. Uh, Steve sits currently in eighth place, and Yates currently sits in tenth. So, um, some playoff implications there as well. Um, so let's stay tuned and look forward to those. Next matchup to break down was Fire Nation versus Balls to the Waller. Uh, expected to be a very good matchup in this one. Turned out to be kind of a shit pumping. Um, Fire Nation one sixty nine. Balls to the Waller, 106. So Fire Nation would have beaten every other team in the league this week. And this is why we are scared of Fire Nation. Justin Fields was the starting quarterback for Fire Nation this week because Lamar Jackson was out with the poops. Um, And Justin Fields had to leave the game with an injury himself. 3.4 fantasy points. So coming from the... Winning team that put up 170 points. Their starting quarterback had three fantasy points. And this is why we are so afraid of them. Had huge contributions from several players on their team. Justin Jefferson, 33.2 fantasy points. Two receiving touchdowns, eight catches for 169 yards. Big day. Devontae Adams, 27 fantasy points. Two receiving touchdowns, seven catches for 115. DK Metcalf only had five, four catches for 31. Austin Eckler, a huge day. Two rushing touchdowns, two receiving touchdowns, 65 receiving yards on the day. Good for 38.5 fantasy points. And then he gets contributions from Antonio Gibson, 95 rushing yards, lost a fumble, so only good for 7.5 points there. But Travis Kelsey goes for 75 yards on five catches and a rushing touchdown, 16.3 fantasy points. Brandon Ayuk in the flex, 18 fantasy points, seven catches for 85 yards and a touchdown. Basically, everybody scored a touchdown for Matty C's team, and all his studs scored several. So going to be really tough to beat them. Oh, and let's not forget Nick Folk, the best kicker in the league. Two field goals from 30 to 39, a 50-plus yard field goal, and a 40 to 49-yard field goal, 15 fantasy points from the kicker. Um just really tough to keep up with that. Um, with that being said, tough slide for Balls to the Waller here, taking their third straight loss. Um, kind of led by um, some good some good contributions here. Tom Brady puts up 20 fantasy points. Keenan Allen with 15.7. Uh, Deontay Johnson with close to 20, 19.6 fantasy points. Seven catches for 101 yards and a touchdown. Uh, Rondell Moore. points. Darren Waller, 15.1. Chris Boswell is kicker, 14 points. But Buffalo's D, minus three points. Didn't really see that one coming, allowing over 35 points. They allowed 41 points to the Indianapolis Colts uh, or the Indianapolis uh, Jonathan Taylors, as you might call them. Um, Tough sledding there. Not much Kyle could have done. Obviously, Marquise Brown was out with injury. Same with Aaron Jones. Amari Cooper is on the COVID IR. And Daryl Henderson had a bye. So that's potentially four of his starters that he had to sit and really plug some holes. Um, Starting the likes of Donta Foreman at running back. 
with Jordan Howard at running back. Both of those guys only combining for 11 points total. And then Hunter Henry with the dud, two catches for 25 yards for three and a half points in the tight end slot. So um, obviously tough sledding there, but let's see if he can get going next week as balls to the waller will be, let me pull it up here, balls to the waller will be facing hustle points next week. Battle of the five and sixes, balls to the waller currently sits in seventh place with hustle points in ninth. Um, so that's a good playoff implication matchup there. See if they can uh, move up because I imagine one of these six and five teams might lose this week. Uh, that's the Hogan's Jordan 96, 97 and return of the Mac. So really a, a race for that sixth place spot right now. Um, and then also looking ahead to fire nation. I know we just talked about it with um, coaches matchup, but coach versus fire nation um, that matchup will headline this week other than the fact that it is Thanksgiving. So um, let's see what happens to these teams moving forward. And on to the next recap. Next matchup we have is Hustle Points versus Jordan 96-97. Real shit pumping here. Um, 154-82 to in favor of Jordan 96-97. The original projections here had Hustle Points winning by 6, 128-122. to So obviously very disappointing for Hustle Points. Um, projections had him at 128. He only put up 82. Um, that's what happens when you have some duds in the lineup. Um, Dak Prescott, only 4.6 fantasy points, 216 passing yards with two picks. Andy lost the fumble. That's not going to get it done. Um, other than that, I mean, obviously Tennessee's defense looked like a great matchup, right? One of the best teams, if not the best team in football right now going up against Houston, um, let up 22 points, didn't have a sack, didn't have a turnover, just kind of got um, game scripted out by the Houston Texans and lost that game. So zero points for the Tennessee Titans defense, which is really tough. Um, and then it's tough to just keep up with a team like Dillon's that, that puts up 150 points, right? Would have beaten every other team except for Fire Nation this week. Um Obviously led by a few of his studs here, Justin Herbert, 35 fantasy points. Um, he's either really quiet or he's incredibly hot. 382 passing yards, three touchdowns, and he chipped in with 90 rushing yards. I don't know if you guys watched that game at all, but he just, every time they played man coverage, just put the ball down and, and ran. Picked up 15 yards a pop. Um, kid looked really good. So big day there from Justin Herbert. Um, and then Steady Contributions had three players score over 20 points in his lineup with DeAndre Swift going for 136 rushing yards and a touchdown with three catches as well. Good for 21 fantasy points. Um, 21.4 fantasy points from Nick Chubb, who had 130 rushing yards and a receiving touchdown. And then Zach Ertz put in place because he started Zach Ertz over Dawson Knox. Um which was the right choice, two touchdowns on eight catches and 88 receiving yards for Zach Ertz. Um, obviously, Arizona was without um, DeAndre Hopkins and Kyler Murray, so felt that, that Zach Ertz was going to get some run. Um, big decision there and obviously paid big, big dividends with 24.8 fantasy points from Zach Ertz. Um, steady contributions from Mike Evans as well, 17 fantasy points and Chase Claypool. With 12 fantasy points, 
got a zero from the kicker, but um, obviously didn't need to worry about that too much with the big win there. Um, looking ahead, so that was obviously a big win for Jordan 96-97. As we know, they are going for it this year. Um, next week, Jordan 96-97 gets the fantasy football team, um, the 12th place team, who is four and 4-7, against the 5th place Jordan 96-97 team, who is 6-5. and five. Um, Projections have Dylan taking that one by 13 points, but we all know what projections are. Um, doesn't really mean much. And then Hustle Points will be playing Balls to the Waller, right? Uh, battle of the ninth place team versus the seventh place team. Big implications there as well. Um, initial projections have Hustle Points by five. So um, going to look ahead to see what happens there. Obviously will be some movement this week, but big day from Jordan 96-97. Um, just tough to keep up with even on a good day um, for your team. So tough one here from Hustle Points. Next one to break down is the fantasy football team versus the Hogans. And the Hogans really laid a beat down here, 145 to 97 over the fantasy football team. Original projections had this one being a really close matchup with the fantasy football team taking it 108 to 107. So obviously we had one team overperform and one team underperform. Um, Kev 11 points underperforming from his projection and Hoagie over 50 points overachieving. So um, obviously a huge day for the Hogans there, which brings them to fourth place overall at six and five. And the fantasy football team currently sits in 12th at four and seven. Um, there are two other teams that are tied for four and seven as well. Um, just some highlights in this one, some highlights for the fantasy football team. Obviously tough sledding without Alvin Kamara. Uh, Jerry Judy on by and Matt Stafford on by. So going in, it was going to be tough to kind of fill those holes. Um, decent day from Tua, 18 and a half fantasy points, um, but didn't really get a whole lot of help after that. Ryan Suckup, kicker for the Tampa Bay Bucks, added 13 points. Mark Andrews with 11.3. Um, Kevin's best friend, Devontae Freeman, 17 fantasy points. Um, and then Chris Godwin, 16.2. Nobody else was in double, in double figures after that. Um, some duds from the likes of Cole Beasley and Hunter Renfro. Um, small white guys, slot receivers. Kev, I love that uh, receiving core right there. It's a receiving core right after my heart. I love it. Um, but starting Devontae Freeman and Latavius Murray as your two running backs is always going to be tough unless it is 2013. Um, moving on to the Hogans who put up a big week, obviously I think they would have, um, they scored the third most points in this week. So would have beat anybody except for Dylan and Maddie C, um, led by Aaron Rodgers, 33 and a half fantasy points. Guy went off four touchdown passes, 385 yards through the air and added 21 rushing yards as well. Um, Elijah Moore, the rookie standout for the Jets, really getting it going recently. Um, 141 receiving yards and a touchdown on eight catches. Uh, big day there. Really, other than that, uh, had some steady performances. DJ Moore finally got back to it with his buddy Cam Newton, making him look good again. Uh, five catches for 50 yards and a touchdown. Mike Williams had a big touchdown on a blown coverage, which kind of saved his fantasy day. Five catches for 97 yards and a touchdown. Um, 
good for 18.2 fantasy points. And then Justin Tucker, kicker for the Ravens, had 11 fantasy points with Kansas City's D chipping in at 15 fantasy points, winning 19-9 to over Dallas. Um, even had a couple good contributions on his bench. Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, 14.6 fantasy points. Um, a lot of people thought that would be um, pretty close to a 50-50 split with him and Darrell Williams, especially because Darrell Williams has been playing really well. Um, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire came out and really controlled most of that game. So um, it's going to be interesting to see how that bat, like that backfield kind of shapes up moving forward. I imagine they'll still use both of them, but Clyde Edwards-Hilaire clearly is the guy that they trust first week back. Um, they obviously give him a lot of work. So um, keep, like keep an eye on that to see how that plays out. But uh, big win for the Hogans here all in all. Um, next week, looking ahead, or this week, week 12, the Hogans will be matched up with Return of the Mac. Um, two six and five teams. The Hogans currently sit in fourth, and Return of the Mac currently sits in sixth. So big moving day there. Um, right now, the original projections have Return of the Mac um, kind of rolling in this one, 137 to 112. But um, this is going to be a very interesting matchup to to watch. And then we have the fantasy football team taking on Jordan 96-97. Let's hope Kev can pull a rabbit out of the hat here and put up some magic against Dylan's um, newly acquired powerhouse team. Next matchup was Return of the Mac versus Lamb Chops. Return of the Mac rolls in this one, 138-63. to 63. Uh, Projections had this one being pretty close, but they had this uh, right overall. So uh, Return of the Mac beat his projection by 7 points whereas Lamb Chops missed their projection by almost 45 points. So um, pretty disappointing for the Lamb Chops. I know Jamie was kind of looking towards the future at the trade deadline, and apparently the locker room responded to that as well. Um, Only having two players in his starting lineup put up double figures. Uh, That would be his quarterback, Josh Allen, with 18 fantasy points. And realistically, he didn't have a great day either. Only 200 passing yards, two touchdowns, but also threw two picks um, in that blowout loss against the Colts. And then the San Francisco defense put up 11 points against Jacksonville in their win 30-10. But other than that, some duds from a lot of big names. So CeeDee Lamb obviously left with an injury, um, only three fantasy points. Uh, Michael Pittman Jr., three and a half fantasy points. Um, started the assumption kid, Deontay Harris, only 2.1 fantasy points, had two catches for 11 yards. Shout out to Deontay Harris at all, just getting on fantasy teams. Uh, love to see it from uh, a kid that played in Worcester, especially playing Division Two football. Fastest person I've ever seen in person in my life. Um, Zach Moss, half a point, five rushing yards, tough day. J.D. McKissick, I mean, you're starting Moss and McKissick, that's a tough, tough look in general. Um, but Kyle Pitts with four and a half points, Miles Sanders with seven, um, and that was really it. Daniel Carlson, um, their kicker, put up eight points. But other than that, um, had Gronk on the bench with 10 points, but I don't think any of that would have mattered anyways. Um, return, the, the return of the Mac rolled in this one. Starting Cam Newton, 26 fantasy points. I mean, I don't know if it's a leap and a prayer 
that he just needed a, a quarterback here because Kyler was out, but decided to roll with Cam, and it paid dividends. Uh, two passing touchdowns, 189 passing yards, and a rushing touchdown. So three TDs for Cam, big day. Uh, Scary Terry, 18.8 points. Um, Jamar Chase with 11.5. Big day from Dalvin Cook with 21. And Joe Mixon with 24.3, 123 rushing yards and two rushing touchdowns. So um, obviously he has Najee Harris as well, who chipped in with a rushing touchdown and, and 40 rushing yards with five catches. Um, Going to be very scary to see if DMAC gets Kyler Murray back and can get Jamar Chase and Terry McLaurin going with the three-headed monster he has in the backfield that is Dalvin Cook, Joe Mixon, and Najee Harris. Um, very scary team to look at moving forward. Um, and as we look forward, Return the Mac is getting the Hogans next week, um, like we just broke down, battle of the six and five teams. Um, and then Lamb Chops will be getting Bishop Sycamore football, who is the second place team, seven and four overall against four and seven overall. Last matchup to break down here is Bishop Sycamore football versus Steve the Pirate. Uh, Kyle Ward comes out victorious in this one, 144 to 108. Uh, just a tale of one team overperforming and one team underperforming, especially as it pertains to their projections. Not much Steve could have done here. Um, got a great game from Jalen Hurts, who is currently the number one scorer in all of fantasy football. Um, they haven't had a bye yet, but um, he's been crushing it. Had three rushing touchdowns in this one to go along with 70 rushing yards and 147 passing yards. Um, against the New Orleans Saints defense, too, and they put up 40 points. That was a big win for, for Philly. Um, other than James Conner for Steve that had 62 rushing yards and a touchdown with uh, 37 receiving yards. Um, other than the kicker in the defense, who put up 14 points and 10 points respectively, no one else was in double figures. So um, tough one for Steve, especially going against the team that put up the fourth most points scored in the week, um, and that would be Bishop Sycamore football. Um, only had eight and a half points from Patrick Mahomes, but um, obviously Debo Samuel is a stud. Uh, showing why he's legitimately a true wide receiver one in fantasy football. 79 rushing yards, a rushing touchdown, only 15 receiving yards. I mean, I don't know if you guys watched this game much, but knowing that they were down Elijah Mitchell in this one and just had, um, and they were down Jermichael Hasty too, so they just had um, more or less Jeff Wilson. Um, they really relied on Debo as a running back in this one, which was, which was cool. They they get to kind of use him like Cordero Patterson, almost kind of a jack of all trades. Can can use him in a variety of ways. Um, so it's cool to see them doing that. Um, also had some steady contributions from Christian McCaffrey: sixty receiving yards, sixty rushing yards, and a receiving touchdown. Um, got some decent days from guys that didn't really get to double digits in fantasy points, but close with like nine points, eight points, eight points, nine points, nine points. Um, but the big name of the day and kind of burying the headline here is Jonathan Taylor going for 51.9 fantasy points. And no, he didn't even get a bonus. He just scored 51.9 fantasy points. 185 rushing yards, a receiving touchdown, and four rushing touchdowns. 
five TDs on the day for the kid, uh, showing why he's right now the best running back in the NFL. Um, and kind of like my matchup, when your defense scores 29 points, you're not going to lose. Um, when one of your running backs scores 52 fantasy points, you're not going to lose that week. So um, tough for Steve to run into that, but I don't know if 108 would have gotten it done anyways. Um, but looking ahead to week 12, Steve gets Wild Boy Nation. So uh, 5 and 16 that's sitting in 8th place gets the 10th place team, who is 4 and 7. And then Bishop Sycamore Football gets Lamb Chops, um, the number 2 team versus the number 11 team. Um, that game should be interesting as well. Um, I don't know if Kyle maybe hasn't set his his uh, lineup yet for Week 12, but um, right now it's saying, oh yeah, Patrick Mahomes has got to buy. That's why uh, the projections are skewed. But once he gets a quarterback in there, then um, he should definitely have an advantage over Jamie's team here. Uh, but we'll see what happens, right, any given Sunday. So um, just looking at the standings as they currently sit, three teams tied for first um, at seven and four. We have then three teams following them at six and five, three teams at five and six, and three teams at four and seven. So Fire Nation is leading the charge, followed by Bishop Sycamore football, then coach, then the Hogans, then Jordan 96-97, then Return of the Mac, then Balls to the Waller, then Steve the Pirate, Hustle Points, Wild Boy Nation, Lamb Chops, and the Fantasy Football Team. So uh, a couple win streaks that I want to just go over quick. Coach is on a five-game win streak. Bishop Sycamore football, three-game win streak. And then uh, Jordan 96-97, Return of the Mac, uh, two-game win streaks respectively. Currently, Balsa Waller has the longest losing streak, um, and Lamb Chops will tie him with that with three ga- a three-game losing streak. So um, tough sledding for those teams, but right now don't have any team that has clinched the playoffs. Uh, could potentially see a team clinch the playoffs this week if any of Fire Nation, Coach, or Bishop Sycamore football uh, get a victory, but uh, we shall see. This has been a very close um season for everybody um kind of looking forward to see how it shakes out but best of luck to everybody hope uh the turkey is very tasty hope you guys have a good good thanksgiving with friends and family um watch some football i know there's not some there's not great games on thursday but hey it's football it's family it's food uh sit back enjoy it best of Best of luck with the matchups this week, and uh, give the best to your families for me. Uh, Go coach.